Welcome to the Learning to Flourish podcast. We're your hosts, Kelsey Donnell and Laura Jean Tremblay. This is a place to stop waiting and to learn to flourish exactly where we are, right in the in-between. Join us each week as we discuss topics that pertain to daily life and how we can flourish in the here and now. Welcome back, folks. (laughs) Hi, everybody. This feels like a victory because not only have we tried to start recording this four or five times, but this This is a different day because we were so frustrated. (laughs) We had such good intentions of recording the other night and tried so hard. It was recording on my side. Here's the thing, you guys. We could have dropped an episode solely with me (laughs) and you would have never understood a single word because... I was simply responding to the things Laura Jean was saying. So it was just a one-sided conversation, like you're eavesdropping on someone else's phone call. Yeah. So fun. (laughs) So fun. That would have been such a fun episode. You guys would have just loved it. Oh, goodness. Well. Lord. Let's just jump right in, shall we? Kelsey, what's your God wing for the week? My God wing for the week. Well, (laughs) that's funny. My notes say tonight's sunset um so that would have been the sunset on thursday it's now saturday but thursday night sunset was just so pretty on my drive home it had just kind of been a day i've just like had a little bit of anxiety this week and yeah then seeing the sunset on the way home was just a nice little like (sighs) nice breath it was good it was it was really pretty it was very pink which always reminds me of my grandma Stevenson. So. Oh, I love that. It was great. What's your God week? Um, well, I had a a new idea pop up into my head recently and it's a God wink because of how like it not only fits in with like so much of what I think my mission is, but also like my own history of like my life experience. And it's really crazy they haven't thought about this before, <laughs> to be honest. But it's a beautiful thing. It was given to me now. And yeah, just the way that it tied, like it's just tying everything in is like really special. So that's my God. I love that. Good. Yeah. Good. So more to come um, on that because I will be telling everyone <laughs> What I was going to say, she just left a solid cliffhanger for everybody, but it's fine. It's fine. Hey, um, I need to ask a technical question real quick. Should mm-hmm. my screen be counting? Yes. You know how you always have the record bubble up? I don't have that today. Well, oh, wait, yes, I do. I just mind. found it. Okay. okay. Never mind. Everything's fine. I just panicked. We're still good. <laughs> I have a little PTSD about it. It's fine. <laughs> I promise, guys, I am very technologically gifted. Like, I am not one of those people who's, like, doesn't know what she's doing. I know what I'm doing, and, and it's the software's fault, okay? It is not mine. <laughs> I and then would like to follow that up with, I am the girl who doesn't know what she's doing. <laughs> I know nothing about technology. So, um, anywho, Laura Jean, what are we talking about today? 
we are talking about Lent. Specifically, Ooh. how there's just sometimes there's a lot of pressure when it comes to Lent. We need to have the perfect sacrifice. We need to have the perfect prayer routine. And if we don't completely change our lives in these 40 days, we're doing it wrong. Which could not be further from the truth. And so we just want to talk about Lent, how we can prepare for it so that it's not catching us by a surprise and that we go into it with peace of mind and peace of heart and just be ready to receive the gift that God wants to give us through this liturgical season. I love it. Sometimes when you give the little spiel, yeah. I just like when you give the little spiel about what we're talking about, I think before the episode, I know what I'm going to say. And then you say something and I'm like, mind blown. And then everything that I'm going to say just shifts. And it's my favorite thing. thing. It's the same thing for me, though. It's great. Is it? This is called. um, What is it called? I'm going to go with collaboration. Collaboration. And was that a good word? That was a great word. That was the word I was looking for. See, we're just, we're we're made for each other in this way. (laughs) That's fantastic. Huh? No, I guess what I have to add to that um, is basically, yeah, I think so many times we, we look for perfection throughout the uh, season of Lent and that's not God's intention. Um, Mm -hmm. he's very aware that we're human. He's very aware that we're going to fall short. Um, but I just really like to look at the season of Lent as a season to join our sufferings to his, um, and to really focus on the fact that the sacrifice is to bring you closer. It's not like a, it's not like I'm going to sacrifice this so that way I get this, mm-hmm. you know, it's not to sacrifice this food. So I lose 10 pounds. Okay. It's I'm going to sacrifice this. So it allows time for more connection with, with God. Mm-hmm. I guess that's how I look at it. And here's something that might kind of, I can't say that word on a podcast, so (laughs) ruffle some feathers, shall we say. Okay. Um, Yes. Let's ruffle feathers. People might be a little bit mad when they hear this at first, but I hope that you keep an open enough mind to really understand the heart of what I'm trying to say. The season of Lent is not about you. Okay, it's not about how much we can give up. It's not about how many times we can pray, right? It is about remembering and letting the sacrifice of Christ on the cross, our redemption, letting that transform our lives. It's not about us and what we can sacrifice. I think it's really interesting because in in most of the liturgical year, we're asked to do very simple things. Go to mass every week, 
go to confession once a year at least, right? Like we're not asked a lot of pray if you can remember every day, right? But in in Lent, we're asked to do a little bit more. And I think sometimes that makes us be like, oh, well then now we have to perform or now it's on us or now it's all about us. And in a way, it is about us because Christ wouldn't have come if it weren't for us. He came mm-hmm. for us, right? That's the beautiful point of it all. But it's not its not a show. It's not about our, our Lenten sacrifices aren't about us. Do you know what I'm trying to say there? Or is that confusing? I do. No, that, that last thing, it was like, it's not about us. It's about what God's going to do through us. And what he's done for us. Yeah, for sure. But like, like, it's not like it's, it's him doing the doing and it's us having now to be open to receiving that. And yeah, why do we fast? A fast is saying, hey, I am going to give up this thing for a time and yeah. allow that thing that was taking up space in my life, whether it's space, like mental space, whether that's time space, whether that's physical space, right? We're giving that up to allow something else to fill that space. Right. And it's also a a penitential thing, right? It is right and good that coming face to face with redemption, Christ dying for our sins, that we stop and go, I need to beg for this redemption. I need to realize my own sinfulness in this. And I need to beg for him to die on that cross for me. And I need to be in that position to receive the gift that he's giving me. Because it would be very high and mighty of us if we were to approach Lent with, oh, Christ is going to die for us. Great, thanks. See in 40 days. And like, uh, keep living our lives the way we've been living them. Yeah. But at the same time, we shouldn't be approaching Lent with, I have to give up all of these things so that Christ can die on the cross for me. That is not what's happening during Lent. Amen. Keep going, Laura Jean. Keep going. <laughs> no, no. I saw, I saw there was a thinking thought on your face. So tell me, what are you thinking? I don't know. I, I don't, I don't even all the time. I don't even know where to go after because you cover it so well. Thank you, you. You cover it so well. I just, gosh, I don't even know. I just, the 40 days it is. Yeah. As you said, it's not to just meander through. It's not to just mm-hmm. be like, Oh, see at the crucifixion I just I I grab holy or like wow I just choked on my words I grab tightly onto the fact 
that that 40 days is for preparation. Mm. And, and yeah, and being able to sacrifice something to, to unite myself to that, um, that just seems to be a powerful thing. And, and there's been years where I haven't done it to the level that I wish I did. And, and I think sometimes there's been times where I do really hard things and, um, it wasn't a fruitful thing because it turned like one year I gave up hot water and I was like, I'm going to give up hot water. I'm only going to use cold water. This is going to be great. This is going to be fruitful. It was so hard. It was so hard, but it turned into like a, uh, like a worldly challenge. It was like, I'm tough enough to do this. I can do it. It wasn't like, Lord, I offer up this sacrifice. Use it as you will. It was, it was used in a way that was about me. So it was a very unfruitful season for me. And I think um, that's one of the hardest parts about Lent is making sure that our sacrifices are being used in a way to glorify God and not as a personal gain. Yes, I have totally done it where like, I'm trying to, like I'm using Lent as kind of the perfect time to grow in um, like discipline. Like I really need this habit to stick in my life. So I'm going to do it for Lent. Yeah. Without the, um, yeah, really that, that spiritual piece of a, how does this bring glory to God? How does this bring me closer to God? How does this ha- like leave space in my life for him to fill? Mm-hmm. Or how does this help me prepare to encounter him on the cross dying for me? I think that yeah. that is a great thing to meditate on as we like think about what you know, what our sacrifices will be. Like, think about that moment on Good Friday when Christ is on the cross. Think about that moment where, like, you are sitting at the foot of the cross with Mary and you're looking up at him. What can you do these next 40 days to prepare you to be there? Yeah. Because if if you're thinking, like, if I were to sit at the foot of the cross next to Mary looking at Jesus on the cross for me, what like what unsettling feelings is that bringing up for me right now? How can I address them? Yeah. Like, would I be embarrassed? Would I want to run and hide? Would I be yelling at him? Would I be you know, weeping uncontrollably. Like, what are the, what re, what kind of can you imagine that being right now? Because the thing is, this isn't just like a, oh, this is like a thing to meditate on. This is reality. Yeah. And that is what is so cool about 
Jesus himself, <laughs> he's literally God and he came to earth for us. Like, I'm sorry, what? He became human for us. Not only did he do that, but he lived in his entire life. Then, you know, sprinkled us with a ton of miracles. Like, we are undeserving. Thank you. Casual. Thanks, God. And, and told us, you know, this is the way to be perfect. Like, your heavenly father is perfect. Love. <laughs> right? Love God. Love your neighbor. All these things. He te- He tells us exactly what to do. Is it hard? Heck yeah. Yeah. But he tells us exactly what to do. And then, and then he says, I'm going to take my sin, your, your sin upon me. I'm going to take it off your shoulders. And I'm going to pay the ultimate price. Mm. So that one day we can chill in heaven together. Like, mm. Okay. <laughs> okay so undeserving so like what like in reality right i think of the saints and i think of how sometimes they write about what they do in lent or or different penitential seasons of their lives and i'm like oh whoa (laughs) that's like unlocked another level but let me tell you a little secret here we don't have to be on their level and that's okay we get to be on our level. We get to be on, and not only we get to, but like we have to. We have to be yeah. on our level. And even looking from saint to saint, right? The reason why we have the saints is because they're each individual examples of how to live heroic holiness in this life on this earth. Yes. And while some can have similarities in maybe their state of life or whatever maybe they were like actual friends in real life (laughs) right they are also different and unique because each of us are so different and unique i could talk about the saints all day but we're not here to talk about the saints i talk about the saints but that's also a really great transition into like my lent isn't going to look like your lent my sacrifice isn't going to be what everybody else chooses and vice versa. So it's, it's really important to not compare yourself in that sense when you're trying to figure out what you're going to do for Lent. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm really guilty of that. That's really hard for me. What about you? For sure. I mean, sometimes like I don't really struggle when with it when I cut it comes to me trying to figure out what I want to do. Mm-hmm. But even if I'm like good on that and I'm like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do, once I hear what someone else is doing, then I question. I question mm-hmm. and I'm like, ooh, should I be doing that? Should I be doing something similar to that? You know, my thing isn't even touching on this part, right? And that can sometimes just lead to doubt. And that is not, um, that's not helpful. That's not how we want to go into the Lenten. Then no, no. Um, I always struggle. So I do hair. So a lot of people ask me like, what, what are you doing for Lent? And I tell them, and, and it was 
it was three years ago and I will rerun this in my head forever because it's just so, it blows my mind. Um, I had a man from my church sitting in my chair and he's like, so what are you doing for Lent? Cause it was in the middle of the season. And I was like, oh, I gave up my snooze button. And he looks at me and he goes, well, that's not a sacrifice. And I was like, oh, I mean, like, haha, in my, in my world it is because I hate mornings and, and, and I didn't say it because I didn't feel like I want, I didn't want to defend myself and I didn't feel like I needed to, but I was like, but I'm giving up the snooze button so I can wake up and I can have time, like quiet time with God and like these kinds of things. And so this is kind of a two way comment. Like number one, not everybody's going to agree with what you give up mm -hmm. and that's fine because what's a sacrifice for you might not be a sacrifice for them. Might They might be the world's greatest morning person who wakes up at 4 30 AM every single day. Mm -hmm. Not me. And then it's like, don't be that person to somebody else. Yes. Like, when somebody tells you what they're giving up for Lent, nine times out of 10, they've thought about it. They've prayed about it. And that's something that's going to be difficult. Mm -hmm. Like good for them. If that's not your cup of tea, that's fine. But like also, support them. Right. Also, why is it important that we know what other people are doing? Yeah. Like, okay. I get so it. If it's like a, if it's like a a group of friends who are like, I want to keep keep myself like an accountability accountable, thing. right, to this, and so we're gonna share. That's different, but I feel like it's. I, I've always felt like Lenten sacrifices are really um, personal, and mm -hmm. like because because they have something to do with your own journey with the Lord, and so sometimes yeah. sharing that can be. Well, a very vulnerable, and for B, real, like it opens you up to that criticism of like something that's really important to you. Mm -hmm. So, I guess like just ask yourself before asking someone else what they're giving up for Lent. Ask yourself what what am I trying to get out of this interaction? Right? Am I just trying to make small talk? Am I just trying to be polite, or or am I looking for ideas? Or am I really close enough to this person to help hold them accountable? Yeah. Because yes. it's kind of like, I mean, it's not like asking, what did you confess in confession? Like, it's not the right. same thing. What is, what is like, God asking you to work on this season? It's really, yeah, exactly. It's really personal. It is. Like, there's a... Like, don't get us wrong. I think there's a, there's a beauty in, in sharing and speaking on it. Mm -hmm. Um, because sometimes I think people need encouragement also to be like, yeah, other people are doing hard things. Like we can do this. Um, but yeah, there is also beauty in just like keeping it confidential mm -hmm. and having that just be between you and God. I love that. Keeping it confidential. <laughs> Keep it confidential. Just between it. you and Jesus. Oh, yeah. 
So when you're deciding what to do for Lent, do you have a process? Well, yes. And I I haven't always had a process. Gosh, I've been Catholic my whole life. Yeah. So <laughs> let's talk about that. I think yeah. one year my brother tried – we were homeschooled, and my, my brother tried to give up school for Lent. Uh, that didn't <laughs> go over very well. Um, but, Mom, think of all the time I would have with Jesus. <laughs> I can like hear uh, the conversation now. Nah, <laughs> I can't speak to his uh, spiritual uh, motivation, but I, I doubt that that was it. Um, <laughs> okay, but so I remember like being a kid and being like, oh, I'm going to give up Pop-Tarts. Like that's going to be a sacrifice. Did we ever have Pop-Tarts? No. I, my parents uh, never bought a frozen. So I'm like, I don't know where that came from. I was just like, I was like, I've had one once and I really liked it so much, but I liked it so much. Now I'm going to give them up. Like, this is a seven year old brain, right? Let's be honest. We all gave up chips. My mom didn't have chips in the house. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Oh my gosh. Sometimes it takes a minute to figure out what Lynch is all about, okay? Yeah. Okay, but my process for real. I think about the three pillars uh, of mm. Lent that we're supposed to think about, right? It's uh, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. Um, and so I first look at all three of them, and I'm like, okay, uh, I want to pick something for each, and I want uh, to somehow figure out how that helps me prepare for um, meeting our Lord on the cross. Right. So it looks like different things. Like sometimes um, if like my prayer life has been like, no, I've, I've been struggling to do something consistently every day. I'll be like, okay, that's where I have to like focus. I have to focus on like, maybe it's praying a rosary every day, or maybe it's trying to go to daily yeah. mass. I've done daily mass and it's been really cool. Like that yeah. is like, I'm like, that is mm, so good <laughs> because it is a sacrifice because you're like, uh, it's winter where I live at least in, yeah. in Lent. So it's like, it's a struggle to find a mass that, you know, fits in with your schedule. So sometimes you have to get up really early um, and then you have to leave your warm abode and go out into the cold <laughs> you have to go and drive and all these yep. things right but but it's so beautiful and it has like so many um benefits and all these things i mean you guys know what mass is so um and then i and then i look at like so i look at each one of those and i try to just pick pick something for each of those and mind you i think what trips up a lot of people especially I've, it's been known to trip me up and like people in a similar like life stage as me is almsgiving because almsgiving typically we think, oh, we have to give so much money to the church or like, how am I going to, I'm struggling to make my ends meet as it is. How am I going to sacrifice even more of that? Right. And, And we often think of that one verse in the Bible of the the woman, or was it a man or a woman? I don't remember. Someone giving their last two coins to the church. Yeah. Um, right. And we think, oh, that's what we have to do. Now that's good and holy and beautiful. 
But almsgiving isn't only like our treasure, which is like considered money, right? But it can Preach also to be the people. our time. Yes. Our skills, right? If there's like a fundraiser at your church and you're like super organized, why don't you volunteer and help them with that, right? That's something you can, that that's almsgiving. That's giving of your, what do they say? Time, talent, and treasure, right? Yes. Yeah. Time, talent, yes. and treasure. So you think of those things and you're like, okay, now I can reframe what almsgiving looks like. And maybe it does look like sacrificing a little bit on your, on your budget to give more to the church during Lent. And that's a beautiful thing. But don't forget that it can also look like volunteering your time or your skills. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. What about you? What's your method? Um, I would say it's pretty similar in a way. Um, I just, when I think about specifically like Honing in on the sacrifice. Um, I try to think of something that is a daily sacrifice that like I'm going to think about every day. So it gives me the opportunity to like, it's not like a long prayer. It's not like a big, like, Oh, I'm going to need 30 minutes to pray for this every day. But it's a quick, like, like, let's say I was a big coffee drinker and I decided to give up coffee. Every morning, I'd have to say a prayer of, like, Lord, I offer this up to you. Like, please help me get through the morning without my coffee. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, like, something that's going to have... I don't want to say an effect on every day, but, like, something that I'm going to think about every day. And, like, be intentional about. Instead of, like... Like if I were to give up social media, I wouldn't delete it off of my phone. Because if I delete it off of my phone, then I don't even have the opportunity. I don't even have like the struggle with it, I guess. Like, but if it's on my phone and I go through that dreadful, like subcon, like just like automatic, like, oh, I'm going to open Facebook real quick. I have to then stop myself and be like, no, God, I offer this up to you. Like, help me find something better to fill my time. Yes. You know, I, I don't want to give up something that I can literally just get out of my house for the next 40 days. Like pop tarts when you don't buy pop tarts. Like pop tarts when you don't buy pop tarts. You know, like I, I just want it to be something that I have to think about daily. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I, I just feel like that helps me. Like I'm speaking at myself right mm-hmm. now. Like that mm-hmm. is something that helps me be intentional to have a holy Lent versus just a hard Lent. Yeah. And you want to know what I, I've, oh, that has been something that I really struggled with. So for a couple of years, I found myself just kind of doing the thing instead of like, bringing it back to why I'm doing it. Right. Yeah. Kind of like whether it's discipline or, you know, whatever. So I actually came up with my own, I mean, people probably do this, but I came up with an idea to make sure that my mind was focused on, on, um, 
the sacrifice of it all and, and you know, where my mind should be. So you got, you know what it, like an advent calendar is? Yes. So like you pick out something every day. Yes. And I have done advent calendars where, because advent is technically a, a penitential season as Lent is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I had done, I had like this advent calendar, like wall hanging thing. And I had like put up a bunch of like prayers or things I could do for other people. And I wrote them down on little slips of paper and I put them in, like I, I mixed them all up and then I put them in the, the thing. So every day that Advent, I like picked out a thing and it was like, uh, you know, write a note yes. to a friend or like um, yes, go to daily mass today or something like that. And so I kind of adapted that for Lent and I've done that for a few years and it was super helpful. So I have like a category that is um, prayers. So maybe it says like pray a decade of the rosary today or um, pray a whole rosary today or go to mass or find adoration or something like that, right? For prayer. And then for fasting, it's different things. So maybe it's no caffeine today or maybe it's, um, you know, go meatless even though it might not be a Friday or, you know, just like no snacking that day or something like that. Yeah. And then the last for almsgiving it's different things like that too of like how can you do something for someone else today like can you offer to babysit can you um you know make someone a meal can you bring that over to them like giving giving other people so I actually have a a free downloadable with these categories you could just print out and then cut them up put them in a jar if you're really struggling with something to do that, that like if, you know, there's something to be said about doing the same thing for 40 days. That's really Mm -hmm. a great thing. But if you're really struggling with bringing that back to, to why we're doing in the first place and and keeping our eyes focused on the Lord, this can be a great thing to still be doing sacrifices and praying and giving of alms. But at the same time, um, keeping that focus because it's something new every day. Yeah. I'll put I really like in, in the show notes if you're interested in downloading that, but uh, that's something I have. I think that's a really, really good idea. I think that's a really great way to make sure you're focusing on it and being intentional about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another thing hey, that, um, <laughs> super simplified it. When I was in college, I was in this part of this women's group and this very fiery, uh, sister, like a nun sister was, um, kind of like in charge of our group. And we would meet every week. And when Lent came around, we would usually have like someone would make cookies and like all these things. And we would have like some sweet treats when we met every week. And then when Lent came around, she was like, you know, I don't want people to just like stop bringing sweet treats because, you know, some people might be giving up sweets and whatnot, and, but some people might not be. Anyway, she gave us this whole spiel on Lent and she was essentially like, listen, guys, it doesn't have to be complicated. Okay. It can be just very simple. What, you know, what are some things that us women struggle with? And she said, I like to give up the three C's. We were like, okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. And she's like, 
complaining. Okay, we're giving yeah. up complaining. We're not going to complain in our heads, to our friends, to God. We're just giving up complaining, okay? And then comparison. We're giving up Ooh. comparison. We're not going to compare ourselves to other people. This includes saying, hey, hey, Kelsey, what are you giving up for Lent? I want to know so I can compare and make sure my sacrifice is more more of a sacrifice, right? We're not doing that, mm-hmm. okay? Um, or, and then the third C is chocolate. Just give, give it up. Love one. it. You know, the three C's. Very simple, very effective. Let me just tell yeah. you. <laughs> yes. And that, that kick-started my mind and also to realize that fasting from things doesn't always mean it's food-related. Yeah. Right? Like, we can fast from... A, something that we don't think is really that um, dangerous, but is like complaining or um, comparison, right? We can give yes. things up that like that. That's not. It's like they're intangibles. It's not like yes. it's food in front of you. Yes, I think then too. There was a year I gave up. The only music I would listen to was Christian music. Same. And that one w- that one was awesome. Yes. I loved that. And like this year, like I'm still throwing around ideas. I honestly have no idea what I'm doing, but I was like, maybe I'll give up the radio on my drive because I drive every day. And that's typically when I just zone out and honestly um, have, you, you know, just you're getting all the thoughts out of your head. So sometimes it's negative. It's like, well, probably listening to certain music will feed that. Like maybe I just silence it. Maybe I, you know, there are so many things to give up that aren't food going off of that. So I love that because our, oh my gosh, our lives are so full of noise. We wake up in the morning and put on our music to put our, to put our makeup on. Right. And then we get in the car and there's music blaring and like, Sometimes mm-hmm. I, I get to the end of the day and I'm laying down in my bed and I'm like, my r- thoughts start racing from like things that were starting in the morning. And I'm like, I've had no time all day, no quiet to process this. Yeah. So I love that. Like I creating pockets of quiet. That's a good way to think about it. Give up podcasts, right? If if you not not our podcast, I'm kidding. <laughs> if not you, ours, like have that on. <laughs> I forgot we were recording a podcast. To be honest, when I said that. <laughs> but like, if you need, if you guys give all up the our time, podcast, that is okay. If you give up podcasts, just come back to us. We'll after be here Easter. when you come back. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. Um, but like, if that is what you fill your, your time with, like with the, the noise, you know, just, just give them up or, uh, like you said, social media, anytime, like you're just sitting and you know, you're waiting for someone like how, how fast does, does our phone open up? It's like, we can't sit there and think for a minute. Yeah. And just be. And just be. Oh my gosh, there's a great prayer. I probably have shared it before. 
I was just thinking about that. You're going to say exactly what I'm thinking. Go. Yes. Okay. I'll give you a thumbs up if it's the same. Okay. Well, I know it's the same. Okay. So there's this great prayer that is just beautiful. And if you, if you have those moments where you're just like, I need to sit and I need to be still, but I don't know how, I don't know, like my mind is racing and there's a million needs and worries and everything. This is a great, easy one to remember. You know, that verse that says, be still and know that I am God. Right. It's beautiful. So what you do is you just start with that. Close your eyes and you say, be still and know that I am God. And then you just take one word away every time. So then you go, be still and know that I am. You say, be still and know. Be still. And then just be. And that's just as like a deep breath for your soul. It's the best. It's the best. Ever since you said that in one of our earlier podcasts, um, I do it often, like almost every night. And and then every time I do it, I'm like, I should just record Laura Jean saying this because. <laughs> okay, we're going to have a because podcast her voice that's is about five minutes long and it's just me saying. <laughs> I would pay money <laughs> all right you guys who knows who knows hollow let get get me hooked up with them get laura jean on hollow <laughs> i would cry this has nothing to do with our topic today this has to do everything with the first time i met laura jean and this was at our retreat and she read something i am so nervous right now what did i read i don't even i don't e- i don't know or you said something somewhere I don't know, but I was like, this girl's voice is so comforting and so soothing. I'm like, I could listen to her talk all day, all day. So please make a recording of you saying that um, so I can have it forever. That's not creepy at all. I'll send you a voice note. Will you please? Who else wants a voice note? Send us an Post email. show notes. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, but honestly, that's very, that's very comforting to hear. Because, you know, oh, you want to know what the craziest thing that I've ever done for Lent? Yeah. Remember back to when uh, I injured my vocal cord? Yes. I went to the doctor on Ash Wednesday when he said, you cannot speak for six weeks. How long is Lent? Six weeks. Six weeks. It's six weeks. And I'm like, I'm sitting there like, you know, I'm, this was how nerdy I was as a teenager. I'm like, okay, six weeks. I haven't gone to confession yet, right? This is Ash Wednesday. And I'm like, okay, six weeks. That's Wednesday of Holy Week. I can make it to confession before before Easter and I did I went on that Wednesday and I went to the confessional and you want to know what even after those six weeks nothing came out so it was the most interesting confession I've ever had in my life because the priest was like what is happening and I'm like I can't, I can't nothing is going out. and it was it clear and then the priest was trying to tell me like 
you could go to con- like you can go to confession even if you like you I don't know it was something weird and and I was like ah, I don't know if that's like accurate but it's fine I went and I was it's absolved fine. and it was a beautiful thing but um oh my god yeah yeah talk about a major sacrifice not ta- not speaking a single word that's what I'm gonna give up this year. <laughs> Kelsey, I think your client <laughs> would go crazy. People are going to walk into the salon and I'm just going to be like. That's hilarious. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I'm not going to give up speaking for Lent. You guys are stuck with my aggressive voice for the next six weeks. Have I ever Sorry. told you, did I tell you the story about the, the man with the flowers at the grocery store? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Just so that, funny. Also, like, the fact that anytime I went to the grocery store, I had to go to the self-checkout. And now, mind you, this was when there were self-checkouts, but they weren't the majority. I feel like nowadays, they're the majority of any store. Yeah. Um. So yeah, if you guys want to hear that super funny episode, <laughs> go back. Go back a couple. <laughs> because that's a good story. I don't think I spared any detail. That was a long... Like, I... I I said the whole story. It, I didn't. I know, it. and it was so good. Was so you shouldn't. Funny. Shorten that story. There are stories that you should shorten, and that's not <laughs> yes. one of them. Like there are stories that I could tell in like two seconds, but I choose to tell them in twenty mm-hmm. minutes. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. It is what it is. I love it. Well, okay. What are some last practical pieces of advice we can leave? our listeners with for preparing for Lent? Um, use your resources. If you're on social media and you're following like Christian and or Catholic content, there's a lot of people sharing a lot of really great ideas on just, just ideas. It's not saying do this. It's like, here's some ideas that you might not think of. And if anything sticks out to you, just simply pray about it. Talk to God about it um, and be intentional about what you choose this year. I think um, I think every year is a great opportunity to have a really fruitful and holy Lent. Um, mm-hmm. But I think where we lack is in the preparation. So, yeah, I would just encourage people because that's what I'm going to be doing for the next week and a half. I still don't know what I'm going to do, but... I'm going to probably come up with a whole bunch of ideas and then figure out what it is I'm supposed to do. I so wish we had some way of like interacting with you guys because like I would love to just be your little cheerleader this Lent and be like, keep going. You can do it. Do it. But we just, we don't have that yet, but it's fine. Um, We will. We will eventually. Yes. If you have any ideas of how we want that to look, please send us an email. <laughs> Let us know. Uh-huh. DM us on yep. social media. We're here to Love listen it. to you. Um, what about you? What are your practical? Yeah. I love that. I think with anything, pray about it. Like, yeah, bring it back to the Lord and and just make sure that it's coming from a place of, I want to prepare to receive the gift that Christ is giving me this Lent instead of, oh, this is something I've been like trying to do for a while. And if I, 
you know, Catholic guilt and all do it for Lent. I'll stick with it. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I would just say, um, pray about it. And yeah, I love what you said. Use your resources. There are so many beautiful There's resources out there. So many. I know we already mentioned them in a joking way, but hollow. Seriously, they do amazing Ugh. things. I've done their Lent uh, challenge before. It's so beautiful. Please yes. join them. Um, I think I have a, a code for a free trial. I'll p- also put that in the show notes. But yeah. yes, seriously. They so do good. have a Lent. They do have a Lent one. It's already posted so we can join it. It's the Lent Pray 40 and it's He Leadeth Me. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm just going to join that right now. Join. You know what else? Actually, okay, last tip. Last tip. Pick a spiritual read to accompany you through that. Yeah. You know, yeah. wouldn't you just leave it on your nightstand and you read five pages before bed or five pages when you wake up? Either way, yeah. something to... um Like something that's a current throughout all of Lent that while you're also like drawn closer to the Lord by learning something, right? Yeah. There, there are There's some so like guided ones that I've seen pop up, pop up like Blessed Is She has one, West Coast Catholic has one, things like that. Yeah. And if you do better with something like that, go for it. But also like there are some classic spiritual reads that would so be so beautiful, like like you said, he leadeth me. That's actually a book. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're doing the book or they're doing prayers off of the book, but that's a beautiful one for Lent. Um, yeah. There are lots out there. So love it. Love it. Love it. Amazing. Shall we end with our liveliness list? Yes. Go. For you want to go first? Uh. Okay. I'll go first. Um, okay. I saw the sun for the first time in two weeks. That made me really alive. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So, you know, winter winter is here and it is here to stay. Um, second thing, I'm going to butcher the name because I don't actually know how to say it. That's okay. But <laughs> you're going to laugh at my pronunciation. <laughs> it's like a... Vanilla Frunkel cookie. I don't really know how to say it, but there are these Austrian or German cookies that I had when I lived over there. And they they just like melt in your mouth. They're so good. And I made them the other day and mm. it made like 70 cookies because they're just like little. They're like, they're little. Yeah. They're, they're like crescent shaped and they have like powdered vanilla sugar on top. Oh my gosh, they're so good. Anyway, I made a ton of them and then I brought them to a birthday party and uh, got to tell lots of people where they were from because no one around here has ever had them. I love that. Yeah. So, mm. That was really fun. And then um, FaceTime. FaceTime never God. gets old. I freaking God. love it. <laughs> Same. Same. When we were supposed to be recording the other night, we just decided to have a FaceTime date instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was good it for was the great. heart and the soul. It was great. And then we started watching Farmer Needs a Wife. <laughs> and let me tell you guys, 
I will be following along all season. So ditto. <laughs> ditto. <laughs> so get on it. <laughs> Watch the first episode and we'll talk us. about it a little bit every week. Oh my gosh. We'll have a new thing on the podcast at the very end. We'll talk about what's going on with Farmer Wants oh, Life. Right. A list of things we're not giving up for Lent. <laughs> we are not giving up Farmer Wants Life. So true. Oops. <laughs> and we're giving you permission to not give them up either. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's, it's fine. Okay. I love what it. about you? Okay. Um, so the first thing on my liveliness list, hear me out, a tongue scraper. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my friends was raving all about it and she's like, you don't know fresh breath until you have had a tongue scraper. Uh, 10 out of 10, man. A whole new level to cleanliness. Um, so that's a little random. Uh, sourdough. You guys, I, I did not grow up loving the kitchen. I don't really love to cook. I don't really bake. Um, but I've been making sourdough and honestly, it has brought me so much joy. As weird as that sounds and as much of a trend that it is, I thoroughly am enjoying it. I actually have two sourdough doughs rising right now so I can make some today. Mm -hmm. And then off of that, me saying I don't cook, I made this honey garlic shrimp the other day that I am still thinking about. It was so good. Um, So yeah, me just cooking away in my little kitchen. I love it. What else do you do during winter? I mean, honestly. <sighs> yeah okay but get this it's been like 60 degrees here all week so like i've been hanging out outside that's it's amazing. so not normal but it's so nice it's raining right now it's a weird weather here but that's what i have that's my liveliness list we love it it was so oh, good to I'm be back to it feels so good to be back and to actually, actually do the thing. <laughs> Let's just hope that when we push stop recording, it actually recorded. Yes, we'll all say a collective prayer. Um, and we will fast in. <laughs> it works. Um, I'm going to fast until this is uploaded. Yes. Amazing. Well, we'll be Love back it. next week with more. So tune in. Share it with your friends. Leave us a rate and review if you so feel inclined. We appreciate it. Um, and if you have anything to share with us, you can find us on social media. I link both of our profiles in the show notes every week. So you can go ahead and click on those or uh, send us an email. We'd love to hear from love you. Love it. We're so glad you joined us on this episode of Learning to Flourish podcast. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend or many on social media and leave us a rate and review.